Blog Talk Radio. Mater is a host of Diva Strategies for Success, where every week I bring you a dynamic guest with a great topic. Normally our shows are done on Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific time, but we had a technical problem this week, so we're redoing the show today. My guest is Joan Taylor, uh, Wakeland Taylor, who is a dynamic entrepreneur. I had the privilege of interviewing Joan about a year ago, but as we all know, so many things happen in a year, so I thought it would be great to have her back on the show and catch up what she's doing. Uh, Joan, uh, let's start out by sharing a little bit about your background. I understand you are from Jamaica, so tell us a little bit about you, and then um, you know, tell us what you've done uh, since our last interview. Well, I'm excited to be on your show again, Robbie. Thanks for having me. Yes, I am from that beautiful island of Jamaica. And right now, Jamaica is put on the map because of the Olympics with our great athletes there. Usain Bolt, which is known as the Lightning Bolt, has to put Jamaica on the map all over again. So, a little bit about my background. I am a pharmacist by trade, and I migrated to Jamaica in 1980. During that time, there was a little bit of what we call a mass exodus from Jamaica. I came to the United States with just very little money. We're allowed to leave $50. And I had a child with me that was just about six years. So he got $50. So with $100, we found how it was to get started on peanut money. We worked hard. And... Today, we are no longer in that situation. We give thanks to the Almighty God for that. I worked in pharmaceutical sales for many years because of my background. And that was able to help us to get back into a lifestyle that we could enjoy and now help others. Because it's not only about getting, it's also about giving. And I enjoy Giving. So at the time, a year ago when I interviewed you, you were uh, the director of a NAFI network in uh, Rancho Cucamonga. And since then, you've made a change. So what, what are you doing now? Yes, I allowed Rancho Cucamonga's chapter to go to someone else who was very helpful to me. In the year 2014, I had to retire from pharmaceutical sales due to carpal tunnel in both hands. And this individual, her name is Vivian here, she was running that chapter for me. And I thought it was only fair that if she did that, that she should get the privilege of running that chapter. I went on to find another chapter 
because in Riverside there was no NAFI chapter, and I spoke to you and asked, could I do the Riverside chapter? I was told by one of my friends that the best place that I could get in the Riverside area would be a winery by the name of Canyon Crest Winery. So now I do NAFI meetings on the second Tuesday of each month at the Canyon Crest Winery, which is located at 5225 Canyon Crest Drive in the city of Riverside, California, 92507. What time are the meetings? The meeting starts at 6.30. And it pretty much goes on until 8, 8.30, depending upon the interest that the members have to linger around. And what is the cost to come to one of your meetings? The cost is $10 for members and $15 for guests bearing in mind that there's an annual fee to NAFI of $39 a year, which I, I just gather that's about one of the least expensive dues that you can get for the quality of service that is provided to its members. And do you serve food, and what is the cost of the food? Well, the winery doesn't do food, so what I do is... I get the members to call me back, let me know who is coming so that I can purchase food from caterers on the outside. And what is the cost for them to have the meals? Right now it runs just about $10. So for the evening, once a month, they can spend $20 and interface with other professionals entrepreneurs, and we have a variety of professions in the network. And do you have a speaker Yes, I do. What we try to do is get the best speaker that we can get based upon the interest of the members. They may want to have information on social media, and at that time I will find someone who is an expert in the field, and I'll bring that person in to speak with them. They're able to ask questions, and they are always well-informed when they leave our meetings. I get feedback that, you know, this has been a great meeting, and you can see the results because our meeting room keeps expanding. We started, out with probably, we started out with probably 10 people, and now the last meeting we had 29 people. So I'm excited. I'm excited at, at the expansion. Great. What has been your greatest aha moment of being a director and why? The greatest moment, I would say, is when you recognize the development of someone that started out and this person was very shy not able to stand up before the group and say their names and what they do and what NAFI could do for them. And now this person, or actually I have two ladies that I'm thinking of right now, that they will stand up and they will do it 
fearlessly. And this is what makes you really feel good to know that you're impacting people in that way. It is so uh, rewarding to watch people grow. Uh, I agree with you, and I've seen the growth in your network because you actually are there to mentor your members as well, which is great. How is NAPI different from other groups that you've belonged to in the past? NAPI, it's it's a relationship that's built in there. I I will tell individuals that if you're just coming to a meeting where you want to drop a business card and go and then contact other members online, I think you won't really see the results that you want. It's better if you build a friendship, get to know the people that you want to do the business with. And it's much better. It's more like a sisterhood, a community. This is what NAFI is. It's a community. Within that organization, we have people who have become really good friends, that they will invite you to functions. They will do business with you. But the ones that really drop the card and expect to keep connection by just online, social media and online is great. However, that face-to-face makes a much greater impact in growing people's business. You're so right. You, as well as other many members in your group, have received awards along the way. Um, who of your members have received some of these awards, and also what award meant the most to you? In our network, we've had individuals who do work in the community, and in order to really recognize these individuals, we will get some awards for them. Uh, I know in that group we've got Shirley Coates. She has done some work with the youth. She's got what we call a STEM program, and she's helped individuals to grow. She's prepared them for higher education and mentor them. Then we have, uh, I know Vivian here. She was one of the ladies that was so shy. Vivian outgrew that shyness. And she actually got an award from NAFI two years ago. She got the annual award that was celebrated in New York. Patty Cotton got a Life Achievement Award from the President of the United States, and Patty does a lot of giving back. She does coaching, mentoring younger people because they're the ones that are going to be the framework for the future. And all these ladies that have had rewards or awards, they did not expect it. They did not do it to get awards. They were doing it, and then somebody saw I myself got the Lifetime Achievement Award from the White House, and it's a great honor to know that you have someone seeing you, even though you were not expecting anything, but when you receive it, it gives you a very warm feeling. Uh, I know Brenda Williams, she was a speaker, and she got a Lifetime Award also. So it's nice to be seen because 
although we do it for no expectation of an award, when you do get it, it allows other people who did not know what you were doing to see that, yes, you're making a difference in the lives of others. And that's really what it's about. It's about changing or impacting women so that their growth can be uh, taken to another level and they themselves feel great about doing what they thought was unachievable. Yes, I did it. It's a good feeling. Another person who got an award was Yolanda uh, Smith, and Yolanda got an award from the president. She did a lot of work with 100 black men. She did not expect anything. She was just doing her work and got noticed. And this is what's nice about the organization because there are people in there that will see what others wouldn't see. And we have to elevate our members. Yes, awards are, are, you know, people don't do things to get awards, but it's a great way to build your brand. And I just recently received some news of a great award that's coming up that people that live in Riverside County uh, advantage of. The County of Riverside Commission for Women is doing the 2006 and 2017 Women of the Year and Young Lady of the Year Award. And, um, um, that is going to happen. The, the nominations are due no later than February 24th. Oh. And um, where you can go and get the application from is if you go to, um, let's see if I have it here. Let me see. I saw it on this form, and now it's not in my uh, email. If you, if you uh, Google Riverside uh, Commission for Women, and uh, their email is cfwemail at rivcocfw.com. And, um, but it's a wonderful award. Um, it's called, the, you know, and the, the Young Lady Award can be the ages of 12 to 18, and the women can be any age. So this year we, I found out about it late last year, and we did nominate a, a few people, and we did have a winner for one, but from one of the districts. And each each supervisor of all the Riverside County districts is able to pick a person. So it's worth checking out, and you just have to send a um, statement not to exceed 1,000 words. But if you go online and get the application, it's very self-explanatory. So I'd like to see more people doing that. Um, um, Joan, Nancy does many trade shows. And you've always been there to help. What benefits do you think trade shows offer an organization like NAPI as well as other organizations? We're always looking to expand the network. And this is one of the vehicles that we use. When we go to the trade shows, we meet a lot of business people. There are entrepreneurs looking for a way to network. And so this is a great place to actually uh, find these people. Uh, the NAFI stands for National Association of Female Executives, but we have entrepreneurs and we welcome them. And one of the good things about NAFI is that you can go not only to the chapter that you join, but you can go to meetings that are anywhere in 
that Anafi has a chapter. And that can, you can find that on the website, www.nafi.com or the www.rnafi. WRNAFI, yes. Yes, so you can get that information there and become a part of us. Um, I would like to invite people to come back. We actually are going to have a booth at the Ontario Largest Mixture on October 28th from 5 to 8 at the Ontario Convention Centre. So I'm looking forward to that. Now, besides NAPI, I know that recently you stepped into another venture. Tell me about that. Oh, I I think I found a jewel. I actually got into a business that would allow people to save money. And if they wanted, they could make money. This business offered 20% cash back on money that we're already spending. And we are not really changing anybody's habits. We're just telling you that if you use this vehicle, you can save money and make money. Uh, If anyone is interested, they could go to the website, www.com. 20% rebate.com. There they will have a full... Pardon me? I said, and if they went to that website and wanted more information, how would they reach you to get more information? Oh, they can reach me at joanewakeland at gmail.com. Or my phone number, it's 909-721-7648. I'd be happy to show them how they can save money on receipts that they would normally have trashed. Yeah, that sounds great. You're nothing to buy. Just just go where you normally go. That sounds like an exciting venture. Um, yes, I I'm really also know that you've, you've also started speaking, and um, I booked you for one of my NAPI networks, and it was really great, and you talked about fear. Let's talk about that, because I think a lot of women have fear, so let's, let's talk a little bit about that. Well, what I realize is that people have to make choices, and in making the choice, They're always wavering with the decision, should I, should I not? And sometimes they pass opportunities by that could have been beneficial to them. I often think about the stories that I hear about when Microsoft started or when Amazon started, people would say, oh, that will never work. And then years after when it's great and it's successful and then they say, oh, what if I could have it? You should never really leave yourself in the coulda, woulda, shoulda mode. You have to make up your mind and say, why am I fearing? What am I really fearing? It's failure. And nobody wants to fail. But at the same time, if you don't test the waters, you'll never know how hot or cold it is. So you've got to put your foot forward and say, okay, what have I got to lose here? You put it in the balance and you make your mind up. When I was leaving Jamaica, I was told, oh, you don't want to go to the United States. 
oh, there's this color prejudice over there. You'll never be able to own your own business. I had so much negativity thrown at me, and I said to myself, I am going to do what's best for me because when you have your life threatened, at that time you realize how serious life is. And you just do what you have to do. You have to take action. You can't just keep thinking that this may happen. It may not happen. So you've got to wait properly before you put your foot in the water. But by all means, so what, that water. What do, what do people do? Because, you know, there's so many negatives. Um, people, the big problem a lot of time is, People have all these negative people around them, and they they really try to influence them. So, what advice would you give them to move away from that? I call those people toxic people, and you just have to give them up. It it may be a hard thing for you to do, but if you have friends that improve you and you can't improve them, what's the purpose of hanging around? And my mother gave me a lesson when I was very, I probably in my teens, and she said to me, your mind is like a white sheet. Would you allow somebody to throw ink on it? And those days, for anybody who knows, quink ink, it's a permanent ink. It never gets out. You can't get rid of it. And that's your mind. And if you have people to come in and throw ink and dirty your mind, you're not benefiting, so you have to cut them loose. It may be hard at first, but you face out of their company. You don't not talk to them, but you just face out. And that's the best advice I can tell anyone. Get rid of the toxic people. Treat them like poison because they're not going to help you. Everybody wants to see that big crab barrel. You know, opportunity is is all about timing. What you might try to do today may not work, but three days from now it could be the perfect time. So I think yes. one of the things is people never need to never give up. I think sometimes people give up too soon. Do you do you agree? That's that's correct. That's correct. Because uh, if they stay in just a little bit, you never know what could happen. That's true. Uh, you know, on another subject, um, in running a network, some, tell me some of the things, whether it's NAFI or any other network, that we as net, directors of networks face that would be easier for us if certain things were done. I think one of my biggest stumbling blocks is RSVP. I don't think people regard that anymore because you will send out an invitation and nobody RSVP until the last minute. You have to call to say, remember there's a meeting on Tuesday. Are you going to be coming? Are you going to be bringing anyone? And I think what is very important is we need to have an RSVP not only for food that you're going to prepare so that everybody has adequate food, but we do need how many people will be in attendance so that we can have 
proper handouts for that. It's, it's just key. It makes our lives easier. Even seating arrangement, if you don't know how many people are coming and you had a plan for 10 and 20 show up, that creates a problem because now I have no handouts for those people and I don't have proper seating for those people. And it may be the reverse where so many came and we're not really prepared for those people. When I don't have an RSVP, there may be two little people. If it was four people showing up and I have a room packed expecting 25, then when a new person enters that room and they see four people and 21 empty chairs, oh, nothing is going on here. And so the membership would not expand because there's no growth when you look at empty chairs all the time. So we need RSVPs, whether it's a party because of the food at the party or whether it's a group for educational information. People need to RSVP or in other words, if they don't know what RSVP means, is call immediately when you get that invitation or respond to the email immediately because you'll put it down. And I don't think they really mean not to RSVP, but they get busy and then they forget. And the last day, you're calling to cancel. And I had a speaker that traveled from San Diego to come into Riverside and then there's nobody there. That's really bad. So it's very important to get the RSVP. That's my major yeah, challenge. And, yeah, it's not in mine too. Cause, and some of those people don't show up, but then I get people that didn't RSVP. So, you you know, you just never know. And I always say never that people should run, a, run events, then they would know the importance of doing RSVPs. And the other thing is all of the NAFI networks meet the same time every month. So it should not be a surprise. You know that every month on a certain date, you're the group that you belong to is meeting. So it should be an automatic, you know, thing that you would want to do. That's true, but it doesn't really work that way. I know. Because uh, well, they maybe forget. As we they forget. Can, as we speak more about it, maybe more people. It's not only our organization, because I hear it from many, many other organizations. And yeah, even when people are doing big events, it's always the last minute when everybody suddenly says, "Oh, I need to. I'm coming," you know. So well, it's anyway, a party. Um, it's a party too. If you have a party, I'm, I remember hosting a party, and it's the last minute. Somebody wants to come, and they want to bring four people. Well, the hall only holds 300 people. So I can't accommodate four extra people from you because somebody has one. And I can't overstep the occupancy rate because of fire hazards, you know? So it's important for everybody. It's not only organizations. It's, it's for when you get invitation to a big birthday party or anniversary or whatever great event it is that you've got to respond. Well, I think it's, I've been great having you on the show again because, as I said, lots happens in a year, and 
now you're uh, you, instead of one network, we have two in the Inland Empire because you started Rancho and then you trained someone and they moved up, and now you're doing Riverside and now you're also doing this 20% cash back program. That is also a lot of people are stepping in and it's helping them because you know, uh, like one girl I heard her say that the an extra 600 a month would help her pay off her student loan. So the program offers a lot. So, so give them the website again quickly because uh, the music is going to come on in a few minutes. It's www.20percentpercentrebate.com. And again, and your I can phone reach number at again. 909-721-7648. And thank you so much, Robbie, for having me on your show. Good. Was good. Now tune in next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific time for another great guest on Blog Talk Radio, Diva Strategies for Success. Uh, we look forward to having you come on board. And if you'd like to be a guest on my show, send me an email to rmotter at aol.com, and that's m-o-t-t-e-r at aol.com. And I look forward to getting to meet you and having you be on our show as well as Tune in. One thing with our shows, they're archived, so you can listen to them at any time at your convenience. So we're going to close the show today, and thank you for listening. So